and welcome to the Two Weird Hungry Girls podcast. I'm Phoebe and I'm Tracy. <laughs> and we're the Two Sorry. Weird Hungry Girls. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Have we had a lot of sugar? Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Like caramel? Maybe some caramel. It's that time of year. It is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even want to smile because it's probably all over my <laughs> Caramel? No, you don't. No. It's you would tell me, right? It's your mouth. No, really? It's like dripping down to your sweater. <laughs> a long string it's gross no, it's not it's not gross <laughs> it's really funny i thought it was your hair you had a hair that's right it's my hair no it's not. no hi anyway hello <laughs> welcome to the episode the episode yeah the episode i don't know what number it is in Some, which in which we discuss halloween like things that you would eat which would be the caramel apples mm-hmm what else would you eat, like, for Halloween month? Oh, you know what I would eat? What? Oh. What is it? This is so not part of, like, a Phoebe Is thing. it egg? What is it? Oh, no, no, okay. it's not It's not that bad. Okay. It's not egg. Candy corn. Oh, I love candy corn. I will corn. eat that stuff until I throw up I orange, yellow, white stripes. Oh. Like, it's so gross. I knew we were meant to be together forever <laughs> because that's the best. And but all do of the you, flavors. Do you bite the... The, the bottom layers? part, yes, yeah, because the Me too. the bottom one comes off. It does, right? And then you can, it's, especially if it's chocolate, and then you can just eat the chocolate yeah, piece, yeah, <laughs> and then leave the rest for Dan. <laughs> he wouldn't even touch that. Like, that's <laughs> Don't too blame sweet him. For him. Yeah, I get it. But yeah, so that's a that's a Halloween thing. That's really. But you funny. know what else is really awesome? So we have um, shifting gears here from the sweet stuff to like good stuff. Okay, right. So. Um, my sister and a bunch of girlfriends, we do a ladies' fall luncheon oh. at, uh, every year, sometime around the fall. And it used to be a luncheon. I think it was a luncheon one year, but it ended up going very late because, you know, it's lots of wine and you get malt away. cider mm-hmm. and stuff. So now it's ladies' fall luncheon dinner. Mm-hmm. And, um, and everybody brings a dish, a very fall-like dish and stuff. So that's always good. Like squash. When, when, you, oh, when you talk about right. Halloween and fall and stuff... Squash. There's a stuffed squash recipe that I that I love. Is it stuffed with like um like a raisin, um, walnut, rice mixture and no. sausage or what? um stuffed the one that I've done is like a Moroccan. Cheese? It's kind of like um with Moroccan spices and mm-hmm. couscous and um yeah, there's raisins and there's cardamom and there's there might be oh there is some kind of nut in there, but mm-hmm. I can't remember now. But I have to I have oh. to dig that out. Mm-hmm. But it's delicious. It's that so sounds good. good. Yeah, yeah. It sounds healthy or good it's for vaguely you. vaguely healthy. Which it should be. I mean, it's whole foods. It's real food. It's real food for okay. the most part. Well, that's part. good. Yeah, it's good I mean, stuff. mac and cheese is real food, too. Yeah, it is. I've never put mac and cheese in a squash, but I feel like I need to do that. <laughs> I think you should try it. I, I totally should. Yeah, I'll help you out with that. Okay. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that takes me back to, like, my days at working at the... Uh, do you remember the Nutricurian? I, yeah, that... I used to go in there every once in a while. You I remember did? you working you there do? too. Yes, oh, I do. We're behind the you had making you smoothies. had curlier, like long, I did bigger, bigger hair. Yeah, or I had more hair. Yeah, and not that you have less. It's just I shorter. Do have less, yeah. <laughs> and um, and I always thought that place was so cool. It was the best. I can't wasn't understand it? how it didn't. Well, well, they were. It was just so busy. It was a lot. It was she did. It was just really busy. Yeah. And well, she was just one woman thing. doing yeah. it all. She so, should have hired yeah. me. I didn't know. I know, right? Yeah, so I remember working at the Nutricurian, mm-hmm. and it was my first exposure with kombucha. 
right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, mm-hmm. and I had, oh, you know Vivian. Vivian's been on the show. Mm-hmm. The basket yes, weaver, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So she was the one who turned me on to kombucha. Mm-hmm. And it takes like, it's an acquired taste if you've it never is, had it. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of vinegary. It's, yeah, it can be very vinegary. But it's so good for you. But did you ever look at the bottom of the bottle of a kombucha? It's that funky stuff. You totally don't care about drinking that? Hmm. No. Do you don't do you like filter it out? No. No, oh, I, that's the good stuff. Oh, gross. Okay. That's the that's the good stuff. Uh-huh. It's like the um I probably never told you about this, but one of the things that I'll do sometimes when I feel like I need to start getting healthier mm-hmm. is uh, drink uh, raw apple cider vinegar oh, okay. unfiltered. It has the same stuff yes, in it. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. And so just like do a shot of water, or not a shot, a shot of, well, you know, like a tablespoon of vinegar in some water right. and drink it. And I don't know what it is. I was just talking about this the other day to somebody and they were like, why do you do that? I'm like, it. I can't explain it. I don't know, like physiologically what that does Mm -hmm. but I just feel like okay I'm getting centered I'm getting better I'm like you know so I'll do that for a few days and it does make me shiver every time Uh because it's not the best thing the flavor or it's straight up no it's the it's the it's the that acrid oh oh, okay um, acrid that's not the right word it's just so vinegary right right. it's the flavor yeah but kombucha is a little vinegary but it's different it's different. It's just got like a bite mm-hmm. that I that I like. I like it. You're okay. right. It is acquired taste. It is an but. acquired taste, but it's so good for you. And mm-hmm. I know when I drink it, when I when you pop the bottle because it's um, <gasps> and it goes, yeah. And mm-hmm. then the little things on the bottom start to float up, and you're like, no, no. Yeah, I, I I always hope like if I just wait like a little longer, maybe they'll like they'll float sink. back down to the bottom. <laughs> or sometimes I'll get like a strainer. You <laughs> no, strain. I do it. I strain. <laughs> I strained it because I don't want floaties in it. I know. I, I do it's, get it's that. I you. understand It's that. good for you. Mm-hmm. And Vivian drinks it. The floaties. See? Yeah. There you go. But I brought someone very special for you. I know. So. I didn't want to tell you before. Uh, well, I'm sorry. And I already let the cat right out of the bag. I know. And she has something very <laughs> special for you, too. Um, well, I, it's, what, she's going to talk about kombucha? Yeah, she is. Because mm-hmm. you've asked about this before, and I... I want to give you the best information. So I brought someone who knows a lot about kombucha. So excited. Yes. So I have Lisa Mitchell here with us. Lisa Mitchell. And she is a home gardener, home cook, but she loves to do fermenting. Fermenting of all things or just kombucha? Fermenting of all things. Yes. But kombucha is my favorite. Yes. Because uh, we were at a friend's house and um, Glenna and we made sauerkraut. That's right. You were there that day. Remember that? I will not forget that. Yes. It was so easy. Really? I'm not kidding. It's on the website. I did a blog post about it. I think I linked to the recipe. I think I did an article for one of the magazines. For the magazine that I do. For sauerkraut. Yeah. So it's so, so easy. Yeah. So easy. So easy. So, Lisa, we brought her in because I want you to, like, get the scoop on kombucha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's expensive to buy at the yeah. store. It is expensive to buy, and it's pennies to make yourself. It really is. It's, yeah. Um, it's, I've started to look at it almost like crafting, um, crafting a beer. It's every, every little detail that you put into making it brings its own special flavor Mm-hmm. So everyone that I've met that makes it, it's like theirs is unique to them, to the tea that they've used to brew it, to their SCOBY, which I guess we'll get into Ooh. what a SCOBY is, SCOBY. Uh-huh. Um, to the temperature it was brewed at, to the length of time. 
Um, and I love that you compared it with vinegar, too, because it's so similar. That floaty that you see in the bottom of vinegars, like when you get the raw apple cider vinegar from Bragg's or something, mm-hmm. that's a mother. That's a, a yeah, vinegar mother. Yeah, they call mother. it the mother. I don't really know. It makes me think of the mothership. Right, right. Or something. <laughs> or like there's going to be an alien baby yeah, coming out yes. or something. Uh-huh. But you could actually save that mother from vinegar get some raw apple cider and make your own cask. In fact, that's one of my goals over the winter is I want to try and make vinegar. I haven't tried that yet. But it's the same technique. You're taking that little blobby, slimy, what is it, you know, thing that you're looking at. And that is um, a culture Mm -hmm. of yeasts, of bacteria, of different things that come together that ferment either into vinegar or in the kombucha's case with the kombucha scoby, you're fermenting sweet tea into kombucha. So when you make it yourself, you get to control, like, do I like it real vinegary? I'm going to brew it for three weeks. Or, like, I like it still a little bit sweet and fizzy, so I'm going to brew it for one week. So um, there's so many details. So So, details. Oh, go ahead. Well, before we move on, because I know your question is going to be about the kombucha. I have 7,000 Okay. Okay, good. (laughs) But But no, go ahead. (laughs) Before I totally forget, and before we move right into it, I know what you want to cover. I'm sorry. I'll forget this. If you want to take the uh, mother out of the vinegar Mm -hmm. and you have like a bottle of wine that's turned Mm -hmm. or can you take the same thing and put it into? I have read, I've been doing a lot of reading on this lately. And if you're going to use wine, there's also often a mother at the bottle at the bottom of your red wine vinegar. Have you ever gotten the glob at the bottom? uh I don't think I've ever seen it in mine. And it's not as often as you see it in the apple cider vinegar for some reason. I tend to try and buy the raw apple cider vinegar, which always has that in there. But with um, to make your own red wine vinegar, you could just use that. Okay. If you have one on the bottom of a store bought, and then and then create um, red wine vinegar with it. So I don't. From what I've read, you don't really want to cross. Okay. You know, the different, like, you wouldn't use Brian a kombucha scoby to make sort of. red okay. wine vinegar okay. or, you yeah. know. I wonder, I didn't want to forget that because I've been trying no, to figure out question. what to do with wine that's yeah. turned and I didn't want to throw it. And I know it's not like you can just let it keep turning and let it become vinegar. You have to, like, feed it with. You have to you culture have to it. But I, I don't know enough about it okay. to really go too far into the, vi- okay. the vinegar part of it because that's something that's new for me. Yeah. Because one day I, I, I was thinking about it. I was like, I was reading about vinegar. I'm like, wait, that's the same thing. It's just, and kombucha tastes like vinegar. So mm-hmm. it's really, they're close. It's like they're cousins. Okay. But they're not, it's not the exact same thing. Okay. So, so they don't play well together. So we would have to like, <laughs> start a little family separate for that. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. So what were your questions? Because I know, should we introduce oh. you to SCOBY first? Well, no. Or? Yes. <laughs> I don't know. There's so many things. There's so okay. many questions that I have, right? So, and, and, and I have this much knowledge of, well, I drink, I've, drink it i like it the Mm -hmm. kombucha so when you talk about it when anybody i hear talk about kombucha talks about it it just sounds like it makes so much sense but i have no idea like what so what what gets cultured and and the scoby comes into play and like you brew tea is it green tea is Um, it the the tea you usually want to start with like let's say what's what's number one step step. number one is (laughs) to get some really high quality ingredients Mm -hmm. so step number one is to find a scoby which we can get into that in a little bit pretend you have one already about the scoby okay and then the next step is to make your your base tea so i always use organic you use sugar and you use black tea that's that's what you want to start with you can go into other kinds of teas but i always recommend keeping what i call your um, just like your continuous one that you always use the black tea because you know that's going to feed it. Mm-hmm. Um, the SCOBY actually feeds on caffeine and on sugar. So it's two things that as health conscious people were like, I don't want to make this big batch of sugary caffeinated beverage. But um, that's what the Unless kombucha you do, thrives. So. Unless you do, right, right. 
Um, yes, like, I, I definitely can, can drink down some coffee. That's but for sure. Yeah. Um, but you want to make a nice big batch. Let's say you're starting with a gallon. So you're going to okay. take um, some organic tea bags, like four to six tea bags, one cup of sugar. I've never used just plain white sugar, you know, from the regular baking aisle at yeah. the grocery store. I use like the evaporated cane juice. You know, I just make sure it's good and organic. Um, you brew your, your sweet tea. And once it's cooled to room temperature, you add your SCOBY to it in whatever your brewing container is, like a big glass jar. Let's okay. say you have a one-gallon like jar. Like a pickle jar, like one of those big pickle jars? Yeah, you can okay. use a one-gallon like, pickle jar. Do you remember the, the – I remember this as a phase or a rage or like whatever, the sun tea jars? Those are oh. actually perfect because oh. they have that spout yeah. on the bottom. Okay. Which Ew. we'll get into, but the spout really oh. is, Does is great. Yeah, it doesn't get clogged by the scoby. Occasionally, but you just have to you would clean that. those the baby scobies out. But baby let me just baby say, scobies. <laughs> oh my god! But let me say, when you get the kombucha at the store and it has the floaties in there, yeah. that means that is live. That yes. is so yeah. alive that it's still growing another scoby. Like if you let that sit for a while, mm-hmm. you would have a little baby gelatinous scoby at the top that you could use. You know that's. That's what you could use to start wow. your, own, your own batches. Very interesting. So, okay. so that is good. You, you want it mm-hmm. to have. And I personally don't like to drink down the gloppy parts. Mm-hmm. My partner David is all about it. He's like, <laughs> oh, I don't care. But I'm, I tend to leave them floating at the bottom. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> it's not there just you go. Okay, good. I just, so. I just ignore it. I feel like not is just not an option. Mm. I feel like that's the good stuff. That's why you drink yeah. it. Yeah. But I could be wrong, so you can convince me to strain it. No. So no, what no, happens no. next? So yeah. so you have like a gallon of water. Do you use like spring water, distilled water? Um, it depends on water? your water source. We have well water, which goes through a few filters before it becomes our drinking water, and it's excellent. I've never had any trouble with it. If you live on a system that has the, the chlorine or, or, you know, all that yucky stuff mm-hmm. in the water, I would either buy spring water or if you have a really good filtering system. Um, I knew one girl that lived in Reading that took a SCOBY from me, and I was like, don't use tap water. Use good, you know, spring water. She didn't. And a week later, she's like, my SCOBY's all black and oh. weird looking. And I was yeah. like, no, don't use it. Don't use it. So yeah. I don't know if it was her water or if there was something else going on, but, you know, any outside influence that yeah. doesn't make the kombucha happy will will kill it. When so it comes back to those good go ingredients. Good ingredients when always. Go yeah. bad. <laughs> Is that the name of your book? No, that's interesting. I didn't know that that could happen. They can, okay. yeah, they can go bad. They can get moldy. I've never personally had one get yucky. You know, but I've I've looked online to see pictures just so I know what it looks like. Yeah, well, so good. if you see one, like once you see what it looks like when it's healthy and fresh, you know, you can imagine what it would look like if it was not mm-hmm. healthy and fresh. Just, and you wouldn't want to use it; you would yeah. just want to throw it away. Why don't you introduce her to the? Can scoby? we see the scoby? Okay, let's meet. Let's meet scoby. So when you say oh. live and healthy and fresh, I mean like, is it actually a live thing? Mm-hmm. It's an organism. It's, it's a growing thing. Imagine a colony of yeast that. And bacteria that is growing because it's been fed, but they're they're beneficial. They're positive. It's not something that you know okay. you, you want it to grow. Okay. So every time you make a batch, you're going to grow a new one. So crazy. Oh Here my she gosh. Comes. Let me see this scoby. Oh, oh my god. Go. Oh you're drinking baby scobies. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, that's the smell, weirdest thing. Smelly? It will smell like vinegar oh, when oh, I open okay, this. Good. It's just going to smell like vinegar when <laughs> I open Phoebe's it. Up. hiding. Oh my gosh. But this is a couple is that layers. Crazy? This is actually. I, I wanna, know you can't see it on air, but you can poke oh, it. No. Go ahead. I don't. Oh, you're oh, I don't know if I want to pick it up. Wait. I don't want to pick it up. No. You can poke it. It's very. Um, ah, it's it's about this big. It's probably about. 
I so, don't know, 10 by 10, because that's the size of my container. Okay. Okay, so it just grows to the size of the container. It will grow to the size of your container. And every time you make a new batch of kombucha, a new layer will form. It looks um, like it looks like you took. Oh, I can um, see a crepe. layers. Can you see the layers yeah. here. It does. It's almost it like, like a, a thin crepe. crepe. It does yeah. look like a crepe. Yeah. yeah. Think about can it. Like the layers here. It's yeah. not. It's not so bad. And these are things like if I had a friend that wanted one, I could peel that top layer off, and give it to you, and then oh you my can make, goodness. make your own kombucha. And this is just some very. Can I sniff it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's very It's very vinegary. vinegary. Very kombucha smelling. So I keep my extras in a jar in the refrigerator that I refresh with sweet tea occasionally. But the, the okay. liquid they're in gets really strong. So this is mm-hmm. what that liquid is. So I will. So when you that's make it. That's wild. Do you let it sit out like on the counter? Like does it have to be at a certain room temperature once you put the scoby into the tea? Temperature will definitely affect how long it takes. Like I'm noticing right now um, as it's gotten just a little bit cooler it's already taking a few days longer for, right. for my batch to be ready. So mm-hmm. so let's go back to where we have our gallon jar. Mm-hmm. We put in our room temperature brewed tea, and then you put your SCOBY inside. You want to leave the top open but covered with, like, a cheesecloth or, you know, a napkin with mm-hmm. a rubber band because you don't want fruit flies because oh, fruit okay. flies love Oh, oh, do they? <laughs> no, oh, I, I didn't know. Oh, but because I, uh, of the sugar. I have a good tip on catching them, though, later if you want to hear my fruit fly catching <laughs> technique. Um, but basically, you can just let it sit. You know, on your counter, or I have a bookcase in the corner of my um, kitchen where I have all my many fermenting experiments going. Um, so I keep them over there, and um, I have usually six to eight gallons going at a time because um, we drink a lot. And I also sell some through um, my partner's shop. He has a shop in West Reading that has mm-hmm. nothing to do with food or kombucha, but you know, he has a little fridge there to sell mm-hmm. sell some of it. Um, so the nice thing about having a glass container with a spigot at the bottom is, let's say you're five days into your first brew. And you can just tap the spigot and take a little taste oh. instead of opening it, dipping in. You know, the less you dip mm-hmm. into your container, the better. It's nice to just be able to, to draw a little bit off to the bottom. Spat it out. And the um, the dead yeasts and things, like the, the brown layer that sometimes you might see at the bottom of your bottle, those will settle to the bottom. They don't even come out through the spout. Okay. You know, because you're not moving that jar around. They're all yeah. settled down at the bottom there. So you pour it off. If it tastes good, you know, you can you can bottle it from there. Um, and do a second fermentation. Or if it doesn't seem quite ready yet, um, you can let it go a little longer. So you can let these go anywhere from, I've had some be ready in five days in mm-hmm. the summer when it's warm out mm-hmm. and the temperature's higher, um, to like now it's taking me about 10 days just with this little difference. Mm-hmm. In fact, just today I put a heating pad <laughs> oh. <laughs> behind <laughs> two of my bottle or big jars because it, it just, it's just, it just wasn't cool, moving along like yet and mm-hmm. we're, we're running low. So I put a heating pad there just to see if that would help out. So temperature will make a difference, mm-hmm. too. But basically, the kombucha is just working, um, consuming the caffeine, consuming the sugar. Um, it will become carbonated. How? And if you want it to become... That's, How does that, I wish I knew that the one of the mysteries? It's, it's like the gases. Kind of gas oh. are being okay, that's that such off. a mystery. That's so Well, weird. when you're bre- brewing, that's why you want to have the open top to your <gasps> container. So it doesn't blow it up. Would, I mean, I haven't had that happen <laughs> okay. ever, but I've heard that it can happen. Yeah, I bet. Um, and then when you do your second ferment, have you seen those bottles that they're really popular now? They, I think they're called like a grosh or it's like a growler with the... Um, oh. I've heard it called another name. Yeah, there's a latch and a rubber ring that keeps everything closed. If once your brew is just right, like let's say it's been sitting six or seven days, you can pour it into those growlers, let it sit out on the counter another two or three days, and that builds up that carbonation. Oh, okay. And then you want to refrigerate it. 
And that stops it or slows it down? The refrigeration will slow it way down. Okay. Mm -hmm. So to the point where it, I mean, we've never had it last months in the fridge, Mm -hmm. but I'm sure it would last quite a long time in the refrigerator. But that second ferment is really, to me, what makes it really delicious because it, you know, adds that that carbonation to it. And then you get that pop when you open the the bottle. So the the second ferment is is just on its own without the SCOBY in it. Correct. Okay. Correct. And they call it that because it is still fermenting because mm-hmm. there is still live, you know, those little floaties that might end mm-hmm. up in there. And often when I open one of those bottles after it's been sitting out for two or three days, there's a very obvious little mini SCOBY at part top. at the yeah. very top. Yeah. And I pick it out with a chopstick because <laughs> uh-huh. I don't want to <laughs> drink it. Uh, you could drink Yay. it. You could drink it, but I pick mine out. Uh-huh. Um, the other fun thing with the second ferment is you can play with your flavor a little bit more. Okay. So we have the basic flavor, the vinegary, you know, tea flavor that we're going for. You could add a little bit of fruit juice. Um, I've seen okay. that you could add like whole crushed fruit. I haven't actually tried that. You could try. Ginger? Can you put ginger? You could put ginger That's in good it. For, like that in the winter. That right? would be great in the okay. winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I've tried it with grape because we grow grapes, and I've done the grape juice and then put some in. It ferments very quickly on that second is it because you're adding more sugar i think it is yes because and i have uh, marks on my kitchen ceiling (laughs) to prove that it definitely (laughs) i opened a bottle and it just oh it just went everywhere so you know you're definitely working with something that's very active Uh so you can't just kind of forget about you know oh i have a dozen bottles that have been out there for a week i'm afraid (laughs) to open them now because you know so um so that's the i hope i covered the basics of yeah i think so of how it's made um i have another question yes yes and I and like only six thousand more, but no. So when you say it eats the caffeine and sugar, effectively, then is it a non-caffeinated, non-sugary drink? That is a really good end? question. That is a really good question. And I've read a lot of studies of people that are testing the finished product um, because some people are like, I can't consume caffeine, and this is going to have oh, oh, you know, like okay. my mom's like, I can't take any caffeine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I wish I'd written down what the percentage was. The percentage of both the sugar content and the caffeine content goes so far. Down, it's like not even on the like radar. Point zero, yeah. Something, you know. So does that mean that the SCOBY itself is that like saturated with caffeine and sugar, or is that, that just I another? No, oh. I, I just assumed it transformed hmm. it in the process. Transforms it. Right. Okay, so that's right. where the. Okay, that right. makes sense it's creating to me. those gases. Mm-hmm. Correct, mm-hmm. correct. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like your body would That's digest cool. when you're digesting and things I, change. Yeah. 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 That's so yeah. interesting. It is. It's like always having a science experiment yeah, going. Yeah, really. And you. any guest that comes over, you're like, you want to see what I'm – like, first you have them taste it. Like, do you like this? Well, look at what makes it because they get a little like, oh, oh what my God. Uh-huh. <laughs> it is a little shocking when you first see it. Um, but I like to think of it as crepes. Yeah, yeah, that's what you should think yes. of it as because, yes. yeah, that's a nice way to yeah. think of it. But it, it's, it's kind of what they look like. It's just mm-hmm. folded over. Yeah. We'll have to put a picture. Yeah, I will definitely take a picture definitely. of this. Okay. Um, SCOBY. Okay. Yeah. With UN SCOBY. And when you say you guys drink a lot of it, mm-hmm. how much do you drink? I would say I usually drink two of the, they're probably like a two cup capacity, the little mini growler, I guess. Um, I probably drink two of those a day. My partner easily drinks the, the oh, big wow. one, which I don't know what the measurement is. Um, I've also recently started, now I do it in beer bottles. I invested in a beer capper oh. and beer bottles. And it's, it's so fun. It's, yeah. I mean, I make awesome. the kids do the capping. I'm like, okay, it's time to cap. And my son, you know, he'll spend <laughs> yeah. forever doing that. Um, but it's, it's economical for me. So really those six, six to eight gallons a week, just 
they go. Wow. I have I a couple friends wow. and family that I yeah. supply. You know, they'll be like, I need 30 for the month. And I, you know, so I'm making a lot for other people. So wow. that's fantastic. Yeah. Isn't it? We should yeah. try it. That's very But I would say we'll if, you, if you've never you. had it before and you're mm-hmm. just starting, especially if you're doing it for like a cleansing routine or, if, you know, to try and get your health back or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, I would just start with one of the smallish bottles a day mm-hmm. just to see how it agrees with you because it, one thing that um, I didn't mention this before, but the main benefit of kombucha is that it reestablishes the intestinal healthy. flora. Mm-hmm. So, and you know, the whole thing with the, the GAPS diet right now and the gut health and everything, mm-hmm. I can swear by kombucha mm-hmm. for me personally, for right. my family, that it really, it just has made a big difference mm-hmm. in. But that's because you're eating well, too. Like, you that's can't true. drink kombucha and be like, I'm going to um, wash you, back this Oreo right. with the kombucha yeah. and be like, oh, healthy gut. It's going to really work. That's really true. Like, you have to It's it like has a to tonic. Be, you yeah, know, if you're like already tonic. healthy, it's going to help yes. upkeep. I mean, yeah. I can't expect anyone that's really seriously ill to drink this and right. swear by anything. Yeah. I would never mm-hmm. put that out there. But yeah. it's, you know, it's one more thing in your toolbox that you, to, can, do. Exactly. That you can do every day that just helps to reestablish health. Yeah. yeah. I think it's really nice. It's very nice. I hope you. I hope you had most of your questions answered. I did. I'm pretty. Yeah, I'm good. I'm okay. good. Yeah, it's good to start. Like it's some good basic information. If you're really curious about what it is, it's mm-hmm. this was a really good start, and you made it very simple. Yeah, Thank you. really. Thank like you. Uh huh. That's that's what I was happy to hear. The step mm-hmm. by step by step. That's and the, yeah. And that's the big the batch and the jar and the looking at the scoby so happy and let me just say where to get a scoby Mm -hmm. i mean you can look online a lot of people now sell them they're like sealed packaged fresh um i was given mine by a friend a couple years ago and it has grown a couple years ago yeah it's been a few years i wish i'd kept a family tree of (laughs) of kombucha because it just the branches you know i've given so many of the scobies away so that's pretty cool yeah Mm -hmm. yeah yeah we'll hook you up we should do this. Yeah, hook me up. Okay, hey, we, we should could, do two what? different batches of of kombucha from two different people, and then compare them, and then we can play with yeah. flavors. Like you can do, and a like flavor. you have, yeah, we can have a kombucha tasting party, right? Like we do with beer sometimes. Yeah, but kombucha. Yes. Let's that do sounds kombucha. Like a good idea. I think that's a great idea. Mm-hmm. That is. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we we talked about. It. We have to get together and do this. But I wanted to do like um, cooking classes. I'm going to do some cooking classes, mm-hmm. and we talked about possibly doing one at Allison's. Yeah, Sometime. yeah. Like we'll do like a kombucha making and I'll sure. can something. Yeah, we'll do like some I kind of fermented to. and yeah. kombucha. Very yeah. cool. So it'll be fun, I think. Maybe in 2015 though. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My it's, schedule's not that full, but oh, yeah. we, yes. <laughs> might have to be, do it then. Uh, um, but I hope that answered some questions for listeners too. I think it probably did. Oh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So just stay tuned. Um, and I think maybe I'll put some links on for some books because you you have some books that you I really do like. I have some great like. recommendations yeah. for, yeah. So make yeah. sure to check out the website. I'll put them in the blog post for this podcast just so you can share and people, if they're really curious, can find out some more information. Fantastic. And we'll experiment. Yes. You and I, yeah. We'll have a kombucha revela- revolution. Oh revelation. This Yay. was my kombucha a revelation. and a revolution. <laughs> and then we'll have a... <laughs> We can make that into a T-shirt, another T-shirt. Viva la kombucha. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I just wrote out everything I knew about kombucha just the other day. I wanted to see how much room it would take. And I was like, this is my kombucha manifesto. Oh, my gosh. That got the business right in manifesto. Perfect. Very good. I'm so glad you came. I am, too. Thank you so much. Thanks for visiting. It was a lot of fun. Thank you. We'll have to have her back to talk about other fermented vegetables, Yeah, I would like to learn. She does a lot of fermented things. And it's good for you. It is good for you. I just Yes. So, yeah, I'll put on the link, the link on the website and all that good stuff. But thanks again. Thank, Thank you. you. It was a lot of fun. Thank you, Bye.
And be sure to find phoebespurefood.com where you'll find the link to this this episode with all of the details about the books. And you'll also find some recipes, fun destinations. And this time of year, you'll want to be sure to check out the online pantry to shop for holiday gifting. Absolutely or, do Or for that. yourself. Or yeah. for yourself. You should totally mm-hmm. buy for yourself mm-hmm. first and then for friends. Save yourself first. <laughs> right. Yes. And then save your friends <laughs> if the house is burning, right? Right. Yeah. So shop the pantry. Check it out. And be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We're on iTunes. You can find us on the People Chronicles page and, of course, on the website. And please leave us your feedback. We'd love to hear your review. You can do that on iTunes. It's really simple. You just click on the five stars, and then you write your glowing review. And then we're like, thank you so much for your really nice review. (laughs) Yeah, so do that. That's a lot of fun. We appreciate it. We do love it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and thanks Mm -hmm. for listening. So we'll catch you on the next episode. Bye.